decade or so, he's become a good friend and a great guy. And I think he's one of the greatest producers that ever ever went to work in Nashville. Uh, just an incredible one. Uh, his track record is phenomenal. And he couldn't ask for a kinder person to work with as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's great when you're able to work with friends, people who you're comfortable with, um, but also phenomenal producers and writers. Um, There's a beautiful ballad that I want to talk about um, with, of course, Buddy Cannon, but also Whisperin' Bill Anderson. What was that like, writing with those two greats? It's it's a beautiful ballad. Mm. Oh, thank you very much. The uh, song, Even Rotter Flowers, was something I'd started back when I was living in Europe. So it's been almost 20 years since I've done, over 20 years since I've done that, started that song. And uh, I liked it. I was pretty pleased with it all in all, but it didn't feel done. So my my only advice to uh, struggling songwriters out there, if you have trouble with a song, you you hit a brick wall, go find your two Hall of Fame songwriters. And they came in and, and, and helped me clean that song up, and I was so proud of that. And so proud of Bill doing the recitation uh, on the song as well. Perfect. Everyone needs to go and check it out. You know, and, and Cool Art Tennessee, the album, it's available on all music platforms today. But also what's really cool is you have autographed CDs that are available for this album. If you, if you buy them through our website, uh, I will be happy to sign them. Be proud to. Yeah. And if you collect DNA, I even lick the envelopes before I take the <laughs> post office. So it's <laughs> There you go. You can clone him, everybody. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's, one, that's one good argument against cloning, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> you are too funny. I love that because I know, you know, a lot of our listeners love the actual physical CDs. You know what I mean? And just the autograph is like a win-win as well. So um, you can display it and you can listen to it. Um, that's- and more, more good news on that, Josie. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt. But mm-hmm. it, it is coming out on vinyl. Uh, in the first of next year, which is which I love that format as well. But the last two records were on a, I have them available as a double uh, vinyl album kind of together because they do kind of go together even though they recorded two and a half years apart. But I, I love the sound of vinyl. I love the buy-in that you have to have. If you're going to listen to a vinyl record, you got to put the needle down on the groove mm-hmm. and then. Uh, about halfway through, you got to flip it over and do it again. Oh, it's wonderful, and I think I think people love love vinyl, so that's wonderful. So that's going to be a part of it. And people can go to DallasWayne.com, your website, and also in the gift shop, you have you have everything. You can have, of course, your previous albums. People can get their hands on, but also great merch and stuff. So go and check them out, everybody. We haven't started our. our cookbook line yet or our potholders so we were kind of going for the kitty wells business model for a while but uh my cooking consists usually of a bowl of uh, grape nuts and a cup of coffee yes (laughs) i love it i love it coming soon (laughs) oh i can't wait that is awesome and you know besides being a music artist of course everyone could hear you um on sirius xm's willie's roadhouse um, you wear many hats, like I mentioned before. My parents, my husband, and I—we love listening to your show. We just love good old country music, so we enjoy you. Radio always been something you were interested in growing up. How did this start for you? It uh, started uh, when I was in college. It was the first radio job I had at a little station called KOPN in Columbia, Missouri. There, University of Missouri. I was awful. Really? There's, there's, there's no getting around it. I, it didn't feel like a natural thing for me, but I always loved it. And I always kind of dabbled in it. When I moved to the Chicago area, mm-hmm. I would do radio every now and then up there. Uh, and when I was out promoting a play that I was doing, mm-hmm. uh, I went to a station 
outside of Chicago in DeKalb. Yeah. And uh, did the morning show out there. And the guy said, you should think about how long are you in town to do the play? And I said, well, we just signed a new contract, so I'm good for another 12 weeks. And uh, he said, you ever think about doing any radio? I said, yeah, because I always loved it. And uh, so I started doing the morning show out there, and that's when I really got the bug to do it. When I moved over to Europe, I did a syndicated uh, radio show for Miller Genuine Draft. Uh, Had a lot of fun doing it. And then when I came back here to the States, I met Jeremy Tepper, who was my boss on Sirius XM, Mm -hmm. at, at a festival that I was performing at with the Twinebangers, uh, with me and Red Volkart, Bill Kirchin, uh, over in Utrecht, Holland. And uh, Jeremy was there. We got became friends. And a couple of years later, he called me and said, hey, I just got this job on a, a new thing called Satellite Radio. And uh, we're looking for musicians to do shows. We don't want radio people. We want musicians. We give it a different perspective. And, you know, if you listen to the show out there, everybody, you know how it's not really that slick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Definitely got somebody that, that hadn't started in radio, but it's been 18 years since I joined Sirius XM, and uh, I couldn't be happier. Really proud of, proud of the work we've done over the years and proud to promote classic country music. Yes. I think that's the best part about it is, you know, you're having fun. You're enjoying it. So please tune in if you guys can. It's it's wonderful. And what time are you are you on usually? Well, I'm on two channels every day. Uh, I'm on Outlaw Country from 10 to noon Eastern time, uh, Tuesday through Friday. And then Monday through Friday, I'm at Willie's Roadhouse from noon to 6 Eastern time. That's 11 to 5 Central. Uh, and then again on Sundays, right before Sundays with Sealy, I do a show at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings Eastern. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I get to do what I do a lot of times out on the road, open up shows for Jeannie Seeley. Oh, that's amazing. We love Jeannie Seeley. <laughs> She's fantastic. one in a million. She is. She really is. Oh, that's wonderful. And going back a little bit, you did mention that you that you moved to Chicago for a while. I'm actually born and raised in Illinois by all here at airport um, over there in Bartlett, Illinois. So that's pretty cool. Look at that small uh, world. Wait, wait a minute. You said Bartlett? Yeah, Bartlett, Illinois. Yeah, that's I, lived, I lived in Bartlett for eight and a half years. You're kidding. Uh, that's where my wife and I first moved when we got married. Wow. That's a yeah. small world. Yeah. Have you, have you been back? Um, We're going in November, Thanksgiving, to see all the family. <laughs> yes. I recognize it. It's so built up out there. Yes. It was, it was kind of out in the... We just moved here actually a couple of years ago, my husband and I. So uh, we are definitely going back. And I see you actually have a show coming up in December in Chicago. I am so excited about this. Robbie Folks and I, who's, who's probably, if I had a solid, steady co-writing partner throughout the years, it's been Robbie. We've probably written 80 songs, 90 songs in our catalog together over the years. <laughs> and we're doing a New Year's Eve show at Fitzgerald's which Robbie's been doing for years, uh, and it's been 20 years since I've done Going back to do that, on, he's doing two nights on the 30th and 31st, and on the 31st, it's going to be me and, and Robbie and Red Volkart, our old guitar player from Hay Vale, that we've been working a lot together of late. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, just play some hillbilly music and have some fun. Oh, it's so much fun. December 31st, y'all. Go and check them out. Before we go, um, I do have a fun question for you, okay? I love my fun questions. Okay. All right. So, because <laughs> – I love my fun questions. Um, so, because as we are all human and when, when you're live, you know, whether on radio or performing, as you do often, things can, you know, happen, of course. Um, have you ever had any embarrassing or just a funny moment while being live? Well, uh, I've never owned – until recently, mm -hmm. uh, through some custom builders, I've never owned a brand new guitar. For 40 years in music business, I always bought vintage stuff or used stuff, yeah. that kind of thing. And I, I finally, when I was working up in Dallas on the radio as program director there at KHYI, I finally went out and bought me a brand new guitar. Mm -hmm. uh, new J45. Uh, it was right across the street from our studios there, the Guitar Center. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I bring this guitar. Never had a new one. Never worried about scratches on a guitar because I love it. It just makes it just gives it more uh, more life and more stories to to tell. If you ask me. Exactly. So I buy this new guitar because I was was carrying one back and forth. We're still living in Austin and commuting up there during the week to do the morning show. So I buy this new guitar and I had a segment in my show called "I've Got a Guitar and I'm Not Afraid to Use It." What I would do is I would. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I would have people phone in and ask for requests, and I'd pick out two or three of the songs, and at the end of the show, uh, toward the, in the last block, I would do those uh, songs. And I swung around uh, in the in the chair. My producer was sitting over there behind the board, not paying much of attention. <laughs> and I swung around, and I said, it's time once again for I've got a guitar, and I'm not afraid to use it. And I spun my chair and took a chunk out of the front of the guitar with the oh. uh, with the music stand that was sitting right there. Oh no! Unfortunately, much to my embarrassment, uh, a bit of shall we say salty language came out of my mouth. <gasps> yes. <laughs> so I, it, it, I got back to my desk after the show was over. Right after that was the last segment of the day, and I, got, I get back to my desk and the hotline is ringing, and it's the station manager. And he says, "Did I hear what I think I heard?" Yes, like, you did. Yes, sir. Sorry. <laughs> that is so funny. I can't say I blame you. I mean, it was a new guitar. You know, I mean, things happen. You are human. <laughs> and I was at an award show. The other other creepy thing that happened around the same time. I was at the uh, the Academy of Western Artists Awards yeah. one year and uh, was really delighted to, to get this award. And, and I realized as I was getting ready to drive to the show, because I was living out of my suitcase there at the hotel, I had no clean jeans where I had, I had, I had a sport coat and, uh, and a shirt, but I had no clean jeans. So on the way up to the place, I stopped at the Walmart to just buy a pair of jeans, anything to put on that would look decent. Mm -hmm. And I go out on stage to accept this award, and I still got the size tag on the side of the jeans. Somehow I'd missed it when I was when I was getting dressed in the dressing room. Yeah, and, that happens. And, uh, and uh, the presenter <laughs> handed me the award, and I and I and I felt her hand on my leg. I thought, well, that's kind of an interesting, interesting thing to have happen. And she was pulling off that that big long adhesive uh, size tag on the side. Of, I'd left it on my pants and was there in a whole auditorium full of people. Was, oh yes. <laughs> kind of a mini pearl moment. Yeah, right. I was just going to say, I'm getting flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that is hilarious. That that happens more more times than you would think. I mean, sometimes you don't you don't remember those tags. So hey, but you know what? Listen, it, it's a funny moment now. You can look back and be back at that and be like, oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had. A, I wish I had a picture of actually of my bag at that point. It, there was plenty from the from the show itself, but right. none, none with a. Showing me the uh, the size tag on the pants, which I was kind of embarrassed. I didn't let people know what size pants I wore either. Right, exactly. I hear you. I hear you. That is so funny, though. Oh my goodness, it can happen. I love. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. And before we go, I want people to be able to find you and connect with you because you are a hilarious guy. Um, and I know people after after the show are going to want to connect. So can you please give out your networking sites? Like Facebook. Uh, there's the Dallas Wayne page on Facebook. It's got a blue check mark beside it. As you know, Facebook is riddled mm-hmm. with uh, scammers and imposters these days, and that's been one of the biggest yeah. drawbacks to that. But it's it's yeah. worth the the extra hassle to be able to reach out and uh, visit with folks every day there on the Dallas Wayne page, and then they can always drop me an email at Dallas Wayne at DallasWayne dot com. Perfect. Please connect with him um, and check out his music. Everyone, please check out Coldwater, Tennessee right now. And go to DallasWayne.com, the website for everything Dallas Wayne. And we appreciate you coming on here to the show. We need to get you out to the Josie Music Awards one day. We'd love to have you. <laughs> I would love it. I'm so proud of what you guys have done with that Aww. over the years. It's just, it's just wonderful. I, sorry I missed this year's actual uh, show, oh, but yeah. uh, I won't miss one again, I promise you. <laughs> you're, you're the sweetest. Yes, we'd love to have have you um once we have a date i'll give you i'll give you a ring <laughs> for sure perfect, perfect. perfect thank you so much dallas wayne everybody he's just such a delight i had so much fun talking with dallas wayne um like i mentioned in the interview there um we're fans we've listened to him on the radio so it was really really cool to be able to have that opportunity to talk to him um and i hope to have him at the Justin music awards because i would love to meet him such a fun interview with dallas wayne please make sure you check him out everybody dallaswayne.com his website i want to also mention here pretty soon we're going to have a date for our upcoming ninth annual Josie music awards so stay tuned for all of the details on where and when and all that stay tuned to our facebook pages but yes we're so looking forward to it and thank you all so much for tuning in here today we truly appreciate your time listening to us you all have a great rest of your day bye-bye the josie show is copyrighted property of the josie network of brands it may not be duplicated altered or edited sold or aired without written consent from the josie show owners any copyright infringement of the josie show will be subject to legal actions Hey, y'all, this is Ron Stone, and I've got a question for you. Why would you drink plain old whiskey when you could be drinking garage oil American badass whiskey? Our one-of-a-kind spirit with its proprietary flavor profile was recently voted the best-tasting whiskey in Texas. Garage oil is the smoothest, most delicious whiskey you're ever going to get your hands on. So stop drinking plain old whiskey and go out and get you some American badass whiskey. Even the shape of our unique bottle is award-winning. So look for the one with the hot rod on the label and pick up a bottle today, I promise you. It's going to make you smile and have a good time. To find out more about Garage Oil and where to get it, go to garageoilspirits.com. That's garageoilspirits.com. And remember, America, keep your parts lubed. American Bass Whiskey Gradual Spirits Distilled, South Carolina, created later, Texas.